This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about setups and we talk about a love triangle and how to unweave the knot. Check it out, share it with friends. This is J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Stand Up New York Labs are here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Let me get it right off the bat. Let me just say to you guys, thank you for listening to this program. It's a program now. We've gone from show to program. It's 2017. We're going to be a more adult, uh, more serious program where you can feather my nuts anytime you'd like (laughs) because you guys have been feathering the fuck out of them let me just say thank you every time you guys sent me a snap on snapchat or an instagram message the instagram if you guys listen to this podcast and you don't follow me on instagram i'm gonna be i'm a little upset with you so like let me why don't you get out that feather right now and i'm at jared freed on instagram it's also a mistake not to it's a mistake not to. Yeah. It's a mistake not to. I love Instagram, um, and I love the, the stories function. I don't know, snapping Instagram stories. Instagram's coming at you, <laughs> I got to say. Um, but I, I do, let, let me get back on, ta- we'll go back to Instagram stories versus snap stories in a second, but I, I do want to thank you guys for listening and, and reaching out, because it's very cool when you guys are showing me where you're listening, how you're listening, all types of people, age range, my God. I'm hearing from high school seniors that are just wondering what life is all about. And I'm also hearing from 35-year-old out-of-work chumps <laughs> telling me how bad life is. <laughs> you know, you get all sides of the hope and the despair. And I really love it all. And I'm really excited that you guys enjoy this show. And please, please, please keep telling your friends. Keep spreading the word. Keep feathering thy nuts with that big long feather of yours because it only helps us every time you tell one friend it is just like taking you know the soft part of the earlobe the real bottom it's like just doing a little tickle tickle right there that's what it's like i i can feel it my my earlobe just just buzzing from you telling a friend. So I, I really do appreciate it, and thank you, thank you, thank you, and keep. I'm going to keep encouraging you because that's the only way this works. Podcasts are a very intimate thing. I'm in your ears. I'm talking right to you. This is J-Train, Papa JT, whispering. Sweet nothing. So it's just you and me. Sometimes you'll, you'll message me that you're just laughing in the middle of a gym, and everyone says you look crazy. Well, tell those people why. Tell them it's Papa JT. Tell them it's J-Triz. Yeah, do one of those little points at your ear and be like, yeah. shade trade. Yes. <laughs> do one of those. That's right, man, Sam. Yeah. And I'm very excited about today's guest. Uh, uh, an, you're, you're, you, you came to us uh, via Lisa Traeger. Yes. And I, we have a thing, the OKPs are the original key players. It'd be a lie to say you were an original key player, but you're like, you know, saved by the bell, the new class. I love it. Right, Degrassi you're great. Next generation. And, yeah, they're the next generation. Degrassi next gen. Next gen. I love it. Tommy Mack, thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me back. I'm it's, happy to be here. It's so good to have you. Tommy McNamara is so funny, and if you guys don't follow him, follow him right now at Tommy McNam on Twitter. That's T O M M Y M C N A M on Twitter. Uh, he's got a show that's in Williamsburg. Explain your show. Uh, so basically, I do a show called Tommy McNamara Unplugged uh, every fourth Friday at the Annoyance in Williamsburg. Uh, I do stand up, I do music, and I have four of my favorite stand ups in the city do stand up. Now, this is a free show. Uh, this is a five dollars show. Five dollars, basically show. free. Basically free. That's you know, that's one 
One beer. What is that, a foot long? That's Nothing. a foot long. Nothing. That's a, literally a foot long. You can come and get some Tommy McNamara foot long in your exactly. ear. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, wait yeah. a minute. You do music on the show? I do, yeah, yeah. What type of music? I play a little piano, play a little guitar, whatever. You yeah, do? Yeah. I'll do some covers. I'll do some, uh, yeah, yeah. This is my dream in life. I, I don't want to learn how to play the piano or the guitar. I don't want to learn. Okay. I want to I want to learn one song. Mm. One, like, off-the-chart song, because that's all you need to get laid. Oh, totally. Yeah. If yeah. you, I just want to play one song that's like that I could just like, close my eyes while I play, mm-hmm. so it looks like I'm deep in thought. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What are you thinking? What What's the song what, you think would guarantee get you laid? If I could play it, yeah, I am. You know what would get me laid? Uh, I think if you could play one piano song, it would be like a it would be a rap that you do with piano. Mm. <laughs> that you like slow it down a bit. Like bad and bougie. Just yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so like bring it down. Bring out bring down the house lights. I'm gonna I'm gonna play you a different version. Mm. Like when Adam Lambert was on uh, <laughs> was on. Um, I'm not gonna know it. <laughs> on American Idol. Do you know what I'm talking about, man? Yeah, Sam? the uh, from Donnie Darko. I can't think of the song. Right. Adam Lambert basically <laughs> went on uh, American Idol a bunch of years ago. I used to. So if you follow me on Twitter, I, I live tweet The Bachelor, which I do every uh, Monday night, and J Train Fifty Six on Twitter. Um, I used to love, like, I love reality TV. I love mm-hmm. every reality show. Uh, I just. If it has a good concept, I'm hooked. I'm 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 sold by a commercial. Yeah, yeah. And American Idol, I used to love. Like I I I used to love it because it was uh, Simon was the show. Were you Clay or Ruben? Season two. Um, I was a. What was I? I think I was a Clay guy. Mm. You know, I I think I was. Uh, but I Adam Lambert season I love because he came in and he started taking songs that you knew, but doing like different takes on them yeah and you're like oh shit (laughs) you know like it would blow your mind because like every week he became the star of the show and he won because you're wondering you're like oh how what's he gonna do with a song this week i also loved american idol because i love simon oh he's the best yeah yeah. the best i don't know if i've talked about this theory on this show Uh, no i don't think you have my simon cowell theory no i think Simon Cowell, like, you think of, like, what's popular these days, and you're like, we're listening to the wrong people. Like, the people, I think of Twitter, like, I think of the the live American Idol audience, Mm -hmm. because what happens is someone will come out with a point, let's true and whatever, and then a hundred screaming idiots will go, ah, boo, (laughs) boo. And you're like, wait a minute, but Simon is just telling this person that they their pitch sucks and has actual experience, an ex- an expert. Yeah, is an yeah. actual expert and experience in making multi-million dollar music acts. And these idiots are like, boo! <laughs> yeah. We like the kid with the guitar! <laughs> you know? And you're like, shut up, idiots! The masses are asses. The, ma- the masses are asses. That might be the name of this episode as well as... What I say to a chick when we hook up? <laughs> yeah. Masses are asses. The asses, masses. Get, get the, ass, <laughs> the asses are masses. The masses are asses. Now start licking. Um, Tommy, I'm pumped to have you here. Are Dude, you ready? So to, are you ready to do some email? Also, I love your last name. I gotta say, McNamara. Oh yeah, yeah. That's one you got. McNamara, get over here. Yeah, I'm just getting yelled at by bosses. Yeah, all the yeah. Time, you're man. always yelled at by bosses. I what we were talking about Jerry McNamara. Syracuse. Syracuse. Sharpshooter. The sharpshooter, and I, he's from, so I, Jerry McNamara was like, I was in college when he, and I can hear the Googling happening right now for our younger Trying listeners. to find out how old you are. Who the fuck, <laughs> how old I am, but also they know, but also who the fuck Jerry McNamara. Jerry McNamara was a, was a player for Syracuse with Carmelo Anthony the year they won the national championship, then he stayed on later mm. and did, I think he did four, right? Yeah, he did a full four. four. I think he knew there was no uh, yeah, NBA yeah, yeah, career yeah. looming. But he was a three-point shooter, and he basically won them the Big East tournament. Yeah, yeah. One year, but that was after Carmelo left, I think. Yeah, when he was like the star of the team. Star of the yeah. team, but he was the he was this guy, but he was also from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Ah. Scranton people love Scranton people. Like they are like and I in my fraternity, we had like a Scranton, you know, group. We had like a faction in our house. Mm. There was like we had like literally 20 dudes from Scranton in my house and they were all very similar to one another. Loved cigarettes and beers. Knew they loved The Office, but never watched it. But they just because it was based in Scranton, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. And but Jerry Mack was like everyone had a connection to him. 
Oh, he's a god. Yeah, he's yeah. a god. <laughs> and you know, now he's a coach there. I think so. I, I don't know. It brought me back. Are you ready for the emails? I'm ready. Listen, all of you people out there, the emails keep getting better and better. It's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Send in your emails. I love them. This is great. I want to I wanna get right into it. This has no subject, but it's from a lady listener. Enticing, enticing. Hey, jtrain, so I'm looking to feather your nuts in all oh, the way. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so long you don't like that yeah. oh i love it i think there should be a special one for no subject no su- <laughs> no subject, no subject. <laughs> um hey j trin so i'm looking to feather your nuts in all the ways here first i love your podcast it makes my commute and, and I've recommended it to a bunch of friends. Thank you. Part two is that I happen to just be out with my friend who is single. I am not, unfortunately. And I was telling her how she should find a way to date you or at least listen to your podcast. Then your profile just came up on her Bumble. Must be fate. She's hot. Brazilian. Oh, man. I wish you guys were reading this so you could whisper it and then I'd be hard <laughs> during it. <laughs> um, and thinks you're hot as well. So let me know if you're interested in any way and hope I can repay the favor of making my commute to Long Island bearable, both driving and being in Long Island. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, I this is an, this is unexpected, I, I gotta it. say. I, I love it too. Do you ever have someone try to fix you up? Like are you you're in a relationship? I'm you, in a relationship, but you're uh, in one. Back in the day, yeah, yeah. When people try to fix you up, what do what do you think? What do you like I don't it's tough with strangers. You always mm-hmm. want to know the person who's fixing you up because you immediately judge that person. Well I would always get I would always have friends who would wingman too hard. To the point uh, where they ruined it, you know what I mean? Like well, at first they're helping me out, they're like, yeah. oh, talking me up, and then it's getting to the point where they're it's talking like, me up all night. It's like Jesus Christ, it's too much. It's like it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like you're their like mentally challenged brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. you know, like like oh no, he really needs a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you get you gotta talk to him. Yeah, it's a charity. Yeah, it's a charity. <laughs> like no, it is too much. Yeah. And, it, and like the thing with like setting someone up is like you have to really it's soft touches. It's mm-hmm. this is my friend. Go for it because you don't want to be responsible for it. Totally. You don't want to be the one. You you know you want to nudge someone into war. You don't want to want be the one that signed the contracts. Yeah, yeah. You know you don't want to like you don't want to be in a <laughs> in a we've we're gonna find weapons of mass destruction and <laughs> yeah. and then in Iraq person. You want to be the person be like yeah I, I, let's look into it. Plausible deniability. That's, That's what what all you want. you want in life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like this girl, like, yeah, yeah, if I come across your hot Brazilian friend and she wants to get in touch with me via Instagram, which is a really good way to message me over <laughs> Instagram Messenger, that is fine. But let's not push things too hard. We talked about it in the last episode. I got a lot of feedback about that describing your hot... Go listen to the Ray Allen episode and the Jimmy Fallon episodes. They're fun. But uh, we talked about girls when oh, they you tr- cry that was hilarious it's it was perfect but it's right yeah, when it's girls perfect. explain their friends they never explain it honestly mm-hmm. the, but they explain it so dishonestly that it becomes honest like oh she's she's gorgeous and it's like not that hot yeah, yeah. You, know, you know she's so funny not that hot you know and it's like <laughs> or she no well guys think she's hot hot <laughs> it's like and it's like and we were explaining this but like there's just we we all have to like slow our roll. Also, the other thing girls do is they also de like derail like this the way this girl described her friend. She's hot Brazilian and thinks you're hot as well. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. That's all I need. I'm already half done with the masturbation session. <laughs> but I'm saying it's a you know with it it's like a compliment sandwich. You know like she's hot. Here's a little specific. She's into you. That's all you want to know. Beautiful. You need a little yeah. a little tire pump. So that's the best way. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Tommy McNamara at Tommy McNam on Go Twitter. On. Get involved. So funny. Hilarious. Jared Feather. I've been in a long time, long time loving relationship. We've never had any major issues. Always work through the smaller ones. It's gotten to the point where I was th- starting to toss around the idea of proposing. Then she ended it unexpectedly. How long have you been with your girl? Uh, like a year and a half. Year and a half. Yeah, yeah. Have, have you had those convos? 
no, 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 no. no. <laughs> you, you just turn completely red. It, it's funny when you know, but it's like, but it's weird because you'll be with someone and you'll like there'll be things that come up that talk about future stuff, mm-hmm. and those are the toughest things because you're with someone and you're like. Hey, I, you know, you'll say things that could be connected to the idea of marriage. I'm sure you had this with your girlfriend, man, Sam. Yeah, I mean, we absolutely, but we had always kind of known that that's where it was going. But for sure, yeah, things, yeah, you but mentioned, you, oh, you know what we should do sometime? And they talk about a trip or a whatever. A trip, you know? and that locks in the relationship. Yeah. And the problem is, like, here's a, here's a one that you should never do, okay? Never talk, try to stay away from talking about your own wedding hashtags. Because that's a fun conversation because you can make fun of others. But don't make it personal. Don't start saying, well, what would ours be? Right. Because now, and I don't want to say this for all women, but it's very difficult to not have that fun conversation and be like, well, he's thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Well, you be- are thinking. You actually technically are you, thinking about you, it. You uh, technically are, but I could have that conversation literally with my, my fucking cousin who has a different last name than me and just have a fun, what are we? And then, you know, my cousin isn't going to go and be like, you know, I think Jared wants to fuck me. <laughs> you know? like, so I made a mistake a few months back that I, as well as everyone I've talked to, considered a small screw-up. My female friends said it was something they probably wouldn't have thought twice about after the initial incident. However, we talked about it. I apologize fervently. Boy, fervently. That's a Beautiful new word, word here on the yeah. podcast. Uh, and I, I, that's how you know he did something really wrong is when you start using words that you would only use in a, like a law yeah. The second situate. you pick up a thesaurus. Yeah, you're yeah, out, you're yeah. Done. The, minute, the minute you're looking for, you're like, okay, I, I apologize a lot. Oh, a lot's no good. Profusely. Fervently. <laughs> Profusely. I, my brother does that shit a lot where whenever he's trying to get official with me, he adds in all these L-E-Y words or L-Y <laughs> words where he's like, absolutely, uh, indubitably, uh, foreverly. <laughs> and I've never heard anything about it again until last week. Apparently, this issue was building up with her since then and slowly eating away at her trust for me to the point where she decided to break it off with me. So I'm giving her space, but I still love this girl and we both agree we had a big thing great thing going i know it will take time but how do i go about getting back to taking talking face to face and eventually earning back her trust over time thank you for the wisdom please don't use my knee i never use anyone's email why do you have to ask that um what do you think i don't know what the issue is i wish so i had known say what it was? he didn't say what it was that's a big factor here yeah it's a big factor but trust so let's just assume he made out with someone when he was drunk at a party i mean like that's Whatever it is, it has to do with him and other girls because it's trust. But also, the friends said it wasn't a big deal, and I think any woman's friends would say that making out with someone else was a big deal. You're absolutely right, Tommy Mac. So what do we think it is? We think it's liking Instagram pictures, communicating over Instagram Messenger, which I encourage the last listener to have her hot Brazilian friend do. Maybe texting with an (laughs) ex-girlfriend? Texting with an ex. These are all possibilities that aren't big deals, but could be big deals. The thing is, like, have you ever had this happen to you, where you have like a small thing that turns into a big thing? I've gotten yelled at for uh, for an Instagram like. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, that's Which, uh, what was it on? Uh, Like, who were you liking? It was was another friend's bikini picture. So someone uh, with less than 1,000 followers? Maybe maybe 1,200. 1200 but yeah, it was a yeah. friend so yeah, you know yeah. which is i think worse or maybe worse yeah, yeah yeah if you could talk to the person outside of the world of yeah, instagram yeah. then it is worse and i was fucking her so you were fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> plus my dick was in her while i liked yeah. it uh but it was the instagram that was the real problem of course <laughs> yeah i mean that's a like is worth more than fucking at this point <laughs> uh, i i mean i i i it's tough because there's no such thing as small issues when they're there when they're your issues you know, like, I, I don't think it's like surgery. Oh, you're going in for minor surgery. Minor surgery is when you have it. Major surgery is when I have it. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like, it's kind of like this where it's like those friends, I don't give a fuck what they say. You're going to a, a jury of your peers. <laughs> you know, like that's not how relationships <laughs> yeah, yeah. work. It's you. No one can tell you how to feel. And your girlfriend or your ex, obviously it was enough. Now, the other thing is, uh breakups are so difficult and we've gone over this the past couple weeks this has kind of been a theme in the last couple weeks breakups are so difficult that you're looking for anything to get out of relationships that you can use as as proof Mm -hmm. you know like 99 percent of relationships end for like no other reason than that it's not the match Yeah, yeah and that's what makes it so tough for you to end a relationship because you can't be like 
exhibit one, <laughs> you're dicking a fucking other chick, you know? Like, exhibit one is you... Uh, is you, you get thrown out of the courtroom for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but exhibit one in the, in the courtroom trial, like, if we want to make this a courtroom trial, we'll drag out this analogy. Mm. If you're saying in a breakup, exhibit one isn't my dick, your dick in another girl. 99% of the time. Exhibit one, 99% of the time is you hold your fork the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. And that means your parents aren't really good parents. <laughs> and um, now I'm going to end this because I don't think we could connect because our childhoods were so different. Yeah, yeah. And then the they would come in the defense and be like, a fork? And they'd look at the judge and be like, can we throw this case out? He has no reason to end this relationship. So for her, I I usually think maybe the small issue would be turned into a big issue of trust. But I'm willing to bet that if she's willing to end a whole relationship over it, that's not the only thing she had a problem with. That's I, that's just my assumption, and I, I'm gonna assume I'm right. You know, because I've dumped girls, and I've done this. I I have ended relationships with girls and been like. Yeah, I just, it was that one, I I had a relationship once, and she said something one time, um, similar type, this is a girl from a long time ago, she made a comment about a family member of mine, okay, and at the time I was like, that's kind of a weird comment to make on someone that I know way better than you at this point, and so, and all, not know, but also like, that's my family member. You, you know, it's weird that you think that way about this. And I'm being as vague as this guy with the issue. But that I could have used. I ended up using in the breakup scenario. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't my problem. My problem was, oh, you're the type of person that needed to point something out that wasn't your right to point out. And we are just different people. You know, I also think you're always uh, in a breakup trying to avoid saying the unforgivable thing that they tell everyone you said. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, So that's why you got to go for specifics. You can't. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to become brunch table father. Exactly. Yeah, you're yeah. avoiding <laughs> the one thing. There's that, the one thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, she can't look at you and be like, oh, your dick's too small. Because then you'd go to your buddies and be like, yeah, yeah. fucking talking about my. Actually, maybe that's a bad example. I'm not going to spread that news. But I'm saying you're right. You're avoiding, you're taking the one thing, trust is an mm. issue and everyone would be like trust is an issue you're right 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 but then if, if she was just like i just don't fucking like your face and then you go to your friends you're like she said i don't like your face and then and then everyone's the like, everyone just fucking dumps on you and says how horrible you are and then everyone clinks their mimosas yeah, and then yeah. the brunch <laughs> is over and you're like at least we decide we have one evil person from this brunch totally you know yeah, yeah. j train podcast at gmail.com i'm sorry i just wanted to say because he you know, mentioned other girlfriends were like, oh, it's probably not a big deal. Mm. Uh, your ex-girlfriend doesn't give a fuck what your girlfriends yeah. think about that. And then it's like, you're here's what she's going to say. You, you know, if I'm, if I, if you're him and you're breaking up with me and, or you're saying like, well, my, these other girls don't think it's a big deal. You're telling other girls uh, about our issues. <laughs> you know, it becomes like she just turns into like a four hundred foot yeah, yeah. statue monster. <laughs> that is like one of those things. Like that's the thing with any fight with a chick or any fight with anybody. You have to keep the message clear. You can't divert a little bit because then the fight becomes about you telling other chicks about the shit going on in your personal life. Yeah, yeah. Now you're in a new fight. <laughs> now you've exchanged your knives for her to have a gun. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Tommy McNamara. At Tommy McNam on Twitter. Go follow him. Support him. Every fourth Friday of the month, he's got a $5 show at the Annoyance Theater in Williamsburg. Listen, these are the type of shows where you see something fucking cool for low money and it's a good night out. So if you're in the New York area, if you're in Brooklyn, go to that fucking show. Um, I'm excited because we got, an, we got a sponsor that just came on and we've done a couple of reads with them before. But Blue Apron, man. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Uh, their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standard for ingredients, building a community of home chefs. All right, none of you give a fuck about the community of home chefs. Here's what you give a fuck about. Looking good and fucking. <laughs>
Okay, this is the, <laughs> that's Blue Aprons' new theme, <laughs> new new ad campaign. Nothing under the Blue Apron. Nothing under the Blue. <laughs> you want to be able to just put on a Blue Apron with nothing on, and then eat and fuck. Okay, and here's how you do it. Listen, you make one of these meals. First of all, I'm trying. You know, I'm trying to get in shape. I'm I'm trying to lay off drinking a little bit. Uh, in the new year, I'm trying to eat better. The biggest change that I've made are portions. I've been weighing food, so I have this weight. I have this weight thing in my kitchen, and it looks like I'm like dealing drugs or some shit. I, you know, every person that sees the weight, the weighing, the food weigh is like dealing drugs. I'm like, how does everyone know the paraphernalia <laughs> so well? So, but I, I've been doing that, and I've been putting a lot more vegetables and stuff, and just getting more in my system that's better for me. But the portions, you know, you you have to have two thirds of your place be green. That's like a big thing, right? I, I'm speaking out of my ass. But I'm saying with Blue Apron, they do it for you. The, there's no thought of it. When you have it, what, what you're going to do when you eat is you eat everything on your plate. And then you go and have another couple of cookies from the, from the cabinet. But this keeps it in range. When I cook for myself, I'm cooking for a team of 12. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they, who knows what one person should eat when you're making food. Blue Apron does that for you. Portion control. That's the biggest thing with them. And it's delicious portions. They got great food. They 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 you they have a different recipe for every night of the week. You could have different shit every night. So, and also, you cook something, and we talked about this on a couple episodes ago. Small tasks. It feels good to do something like this where it can c- complete a task. So much today is open-ended. Oh, you gotta, you know, especially if you're you're just recently graduated. All your shit, there's no one that gives you an A on a paper. There are no check pluses. It's get to work and be on time. And if you did that, no one gives a shit. So Blue Apron's your little tiny win for the day. You cook a meal and, and you finish the meal. So And look, at the, here, are, here are upcoming meals. Spicy shrimp and Korean rice cakes with cabbage and fur cake. I don't know what a fur cake is. I believe it's fur cocky. Fur cocky? I guess, yeah. That sounds like what I just put in the toilet. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I'm sure it's delicious. Tastes good. Uh, Pork chops and garlic piccata with scallion rice and spinach. Mushrooms and chipotle pepper. Enchiladas with slime sour cream. Those are meals you're not going to make, buddy. You're not making that. You're not going to the store and getting all the shit to make that. And if you do... You have to go buy all the little ingredients. Listen, I'm a huge fan of, what's it called? Not to promote another product. I'm a huge fan of those tasty videos. Right. I made two tasty things. I spent over like (laughs) $1,000 trying to get, like, they're like, you got to get, you have to have sesame oil. (laughs) And it's like, I don't have fucking sesame oil for this one dish. You're taking out loans. Taking out loans just to do a tasty. (laughs) With this, they give you things in each, the individualized things. So, I think I've sold it enough. Well, and, and it's less than $10 a person. This is this is less than $10 a person. So, listen. This is a, this is a no-brainer. Try it once. You'll use our our code and using the code helps us. So, affordable, $10 a, $10 per person. Variety, new recipes each week, flexible, customized recipes, easy, comes step by step, uh recipe cards, pre-portioned ingredients, that's what I'm talking about. And guaranteed, freshness guaranteed. So, check out this week's menu and get your first Three meals free. Wow. And not that with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash JTrain. That's blueapron.com slash JTrain. That's blueapron.com slash JTrain. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash JTrain. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Look better and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Go check that out. Uh, I like this. Going for someone that's taken. Dearest Gerard. Okay, that's not my name. <laughs> Huge fan of the podcast and Man Samps as well. Your hellos remind me of that Seinfeld episode with a talking stomach. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's funny. Hi, hi to the hot guest too. Ooh. What up? Look at that. <laughs> feathered, feathered your nuts. Uh, like that. Been talking to this 778 chick for a while and we became friends and we hang out as friends. The dilemma here. 
uh, is that she is a ginger and I want to bang those red hairs of her. My dilemma number two is that she has a boyfriend. We flirt a lot and there's sexual tension between us whenever we are out in parties and stuff. I've heard comments from her friends that she thinks I'm cute and like me in the past. My question to you, my dear Jewish rabbi, is if dudes and even girls should go for someone that has a boyfriend slash girlfriend. I wouldn't want that to happen to me, to be honest. But hey, Jared, my dick wants what my dick wants. Um, I think the I think the whole march last weekend was about not saying my dick wants what my dick wants. <laughs> um, um, uh, jokes aside, we we have a lot in common, and she would be a good matchup for me in the long run. But I'm not sure about what going for someone that has a partner. What are your thoughts here? And of Man Samson the guest. Also, do you hate when people spell your name wrong? <laughs> he spelled my name wrong this whole email. Uh, your bachelor reviews and tweets are on point. Keep up the good work, and congrats on Mansep for keeping. Uh, keep fucking the same girl until they die. Oh, <laughs> you did us a solid one, Chris. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I thank you for the email. Um, if you like The Bachelor, or if you don't like The Bachelor even, uh, go follow me on Facebook at Jared, uh, Jared, facebook.com slash Jared.freed, and I do The Bachelor live recap. I'm going to be taping it tonight right after this. Uh, what do you think about going for another person's girl or guy? I think you gotta. I think you gotta wait it out. Yeah, uh, wait out the relationship, uh, or else it's gonna be awful. To use mm. a sports analogy, I think uh, when Aaron Rodgers started playing so well for the Packers, however many years ago, I said, "I know the Bears are never gonna win the NFC North until he's done." So mm. I'm gonna stop being emotionally affected by it until he's gone. <laughs> And then, hey, look, the Chicago Cubs won the World uh, Series. Yeah. I'm the happiest guy I've ever been. And you have a, it's a whole new life. So find your Chicago Cubs. Find your Chicago Cubs. Probably not a ginger, but. Listen, <laughs> well, I love that because we, you've just been like, hey, I'm going to watch my team. I'm still going to be good to the team. Oh, the yeah, Bears. I love, yeah, you yeah, still love the game. Bears. Yeah. But you're not going to get caught up in it. You, you know what's going on. I know that they're, yeah, there's they're not going to the division. They're, they're I not, mean, yeah. like, I would, you know, I'm a Patriots fan and I, we were talking about before the show because we were talking about the game last night, and it's like I just feel lucky to have the the you know this amazing team to cheer yeah. for. You know, I, 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 the Patriots to me are like I, I said this to you before, but it's like having a, a son who's an Olympian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's a little embarrassing now. It's like, yeah, you know, he keeps winning, and like people congratulate <laughs> you. I didn't do shit, you know, but my you know the son just keeps winning medals, and it's like, yeah, and people say nice things to you, but like you know, I, I'm just hoping the run lasts as long as it can. Yeah. But what you're saying is right. Is like, know what the situation is and don't get caught up in it. Don't make it your fucking full-time job to care about. And uh, also reputations last forever. Fucking last 30 seconds. Totally. Okay. So like this dude, um, what I would do if I'm, I don't think it's okay to go for a girl, but I'm also, I think it's okay to be yourself. So I think it's okay to be friends with this girl and get to know her and take sex totally out of the picture. Her boyfriend will say at some point, what the fuck is with this friend of yours? I think he's into you. And he'll get rattled a little bit. And if they're not meant to be, which it sounds like they're not, they'll have their issues and they'll break up because she'll say, wow, this guy who's my friend is like a better friend to me than my boyfriend is. And I, that is like, I guess from his side, it sucks but if she's coming to you to spend time and making efforts to be with you as a friend, there's something wrong there anyways. Mm -hmm. You know, you only have so much time in the day. School, uh, work, homework, uh, eating, fucking boyfriend, friends. You know, like, how do you get them all in? If you're taking priority over the boyfriend, then there's something up and that will work itself out. But putting yourself out there to say, break up with him and come with me. You know, like that isn't, how it happens life yeah. isn't a movie those speeches always end in failure mm -hmm. like 99 of the time they just don't end with her being like i am gonna run away with you you know like <laughs> yeah, it never yeah. happens that way it's usually like well, i got this boyfriend and i've never really thought of you that way let her come to those conclusions mm -hmm. don't be the person that's like you're trying to mix things up but you know, be a good friend to her and bide your time maybe the cubs come along yeah totally maybe the you know maybe the bears draft dak Prescott. Yeah, I wish. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, you don't know what happens. Totally. But, like, let it happen. Don't be the person. The problem with the relationships a lot of the time is that we try to be this, like, this mad scientist and make things happen before they should happen. When in reality, let it slide. Let it, let it, let it air a little bit. Totally. It'll happen. 
don't worry about it. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do this one. This is about cheating. Help. Fraternity president sleeping with a brother's girlfriend. Ooh, juicy. Hey, J-Train man, Samp. Congrats on the wedding and esteemed guest. Hopefully an OKP. He's an OKP. Love it. And I've been listening since the fraternity brother turned me on to the podcast a few years back and it helped me slog through my shitty internship, which turned into a full-time job. Nuts feathered? Hope so. Because this is a weird situation. I'm really hoping to get advice on it. Thank you, man. Uh, So I'm in a small frat at a small school in a Midwestern city. About two nights ago, my recently elected fraternity president casually told my girlfriend that he slept with another brother's girlfriend the night prior. I trust my girlfriend, so I'm going to assume that this actually happened. There's been a few rumors going around about the brother's girlfriend, namely that she's routinely has been hitting on the other brothers in my frat. And on top of that, I've learned that she routinely makes out with guys in another fraternity on campus. Regardless of whether or not this is true. I've re- I really don't like this woman because she tends to do a lot of unethical shit. E.g., she's an RA and routinely drinks with her residents. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna comment on that. You look like a squid there, <laughs> right? Doesn't yeah, it? It's yeah. a little. It's a little high. It's a little yeah. on a. It's a little preachy for me <laughs> for a preachy. college kid. But I, I get where he's coming from. J Train, what the fuck do I do? As of now, no one knows that I'm privy to this information. My girlfriend told me, and that's it. I haven't told anyone either, except you, obviously. And the millions of listeners of this podcast. Uh, I'm not sure if there's any good outcome here. Uh, if I tell the brother the president knows that my girlfriend told me, I can confront my president or the girl, but I'm not sure what that accomplishes. I can sit and do nothing, but then I'm pulling, uh, putting a bro at risk. My biggest fear is that this will fuck up my fraternity big time. I spent the past few years working my ass off to make this place better. Uh, maybe don't mention this on air. Okay, what's not to mention on air? I don't know. I didn't hear anything that was... Like descriptive of the frat or anything. Yeah, I think so. we're good. Um, what do you think? How does uh, how does he go about this? First of all, I'm gonna say to him, let's let's do one thing right now. And I think this is a good time to bring this up to everybody. I, I feel this way genuinely. Let's not sit here and tell and and I, I, I like this emailer. Like I think he's put a lot of thought into it. He obviously cares about his brother. Sounds like a good man. Sounds like a good man. But I'm sure this girl is fine too. You know, like I, I, the girl that's making out with other guys, like cheating on a college boyfriend, like these things happen. And the, I, right now the sexual liberties we're allowed to have and the times we live in where there's like some freedom of do what you want with your own bodies. Like these things are going to happen in that world. These things are going to go on. So like, don't, you know, don't say, don't say that you, when you look at someone and say, um, whether or not it's true, I don't like this woman because she tends to do a lot of unethical shit. Like routine, she's an RA and routinely drinks with the residents. Let everyone else don't be the ethics mm-hmm. master. You know what I mean? Like I, I you're gonna do something that's unethical in your life. We're all gonna sway the lines. We're all living in the gray. I find the RA who doesn't drink with their residents to be more suspect. Uh, yeah, more unethical. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah, what's wrong <laughs> yeah, with you? Yeah. Right? It's like the parents who don't let their kids drink. Those kids are going to drink way more and way more dangerously. Totally. Have a sip of wine. Yeah, breaking rules is different than being like immoral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally different things. But it's also like let's let's keep uh, let's keep the mirror in front of us. You know, like let's not sit there with a with a finger pointed at somebody. Just know that this girl has the same problems, issues, and and anxieties that you have, and we're all more alike than we want to believe. So let's let her off the hook there. But. You do have a friend that is getting cheated on with another guy in the house. And to blame the just the girl, there's three parties here. That's that's a tough scenario. How do you go about it? I mean, it, he's in a tough spot because he didn't do anything wrong. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you feel guilty, but you didn't do anything. He only has the information. Oh, you just have information. Yeah. I think there's no way to play it that doesn't result in someone being mad at you. Yeah. I think here's what you got to do. Keep the person being cheated on in the rearview mirror. You know, let's not let's put him off to the side. You're not going to say a word. To it's him. her responsibility, not yours. It's yes. So you need to go. I would go to the. There's been a time on this podcast we got a similar email where I was like, "You got to go to the girl," but they knew the girl. This girl obviously um, is a little bit like on an island. 
I would go to the fraternity president who's being accused of the cheating. I would go to him and I'd say, hey, and I'd go man to man, sober. Hey, this is the information I received. Where you got it doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Where where the information came from. So you have to, we, what I'm trying to do is you need to like untie this knot by going to the direct people. So you go right to the fraternity president and you say, hey man, uh, heard a rumor that you uh, hooked up with, and don't make it about sex or too descriptive, heard you hooked up with so-and-so. I don't care if it's true or not, but you got to go talk to this girl and make things right. Mm-hmm. That's your responsibility. Totally. And that's it. Make it right. That's all you have to say. And don't come with judgment. Don't come with unethical speech. You know, this is yeah, the yeah. this is the speech that gets you into, just like we talked about with the fight with a girlfriend, where you say, well, everyone else is saying that you should calm down about this. Don't tell me <laughs> yeah, yeah, where yeah. our business is. <laughs> because that's what happens. The minute you make it about your ethical ideals is the minute this person's like fuck off yeah yeah get the fuck out of here pastor <laughs> yeah don't say yeah. the word virtue yeah. yeah you know like i like unequivocally <laughs> obviously <laughs> heretically you know like you know just like fucking put down the thesaurus yeah look him in the eye and just be like hey man i heard this rumor um i don't know i don't want our buddy getting hurt you need to fix this well if it's yeah just like if it's gotten to me it's gonna get to him it's gonna get to him yeah i'm i'm out there you know, so listen, people are starting to know you need to get her to like end it with him and then you need to like do whatever it is. If I'm if I'm the fraternity president, then I go to her and be like, hey, you need to end it with your girlfriend, with your boyfriend. I'm going to say something to him. He needs to man up and go to that guy and be like, hey, I made a mistake. And, you you know, there's consequences for actions. Mm-hmm. We don't you can't live in a world. We Soder said this the other night to me, and it's like so true. And I'm going to give him credit here because. Uh, I'm a big Stan Soder fan. It's great comedian. Great comedian, but great guy. He said this. He's like, nobody's taking the L anymore. Like, there's so few people, and you see it online. No one's taking the loss yeah. and just being like, you see it so few times. Where like, you, you see it with a lot of political debates, and like, uh, you know, my uh, another good friend of mine, you know, uh, Michael Che in Page Six. Did you see that? What happened? The this girl, this girl talked about how he's like a jerk on. On uh, on Raya that like the I did actually the see Tinder it. whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and and she talks shit about him and then Che went and, and gave the whole Tinder conversation it wasn't he had Tinder, the was receipts as they he, say. yeah he yeah. had the receipts and he showed the conversation to it's in page six if you Google Che and Raya or Tinder or whatever and then he showed the whole conversation to page six and then they were like <laughs> yeah and then the whole conversation is this girl is being a nut. A crazy lunatic. And then she is like, thanks for the free publicity. Like, instead of but her being... For be- what? Ex- for being a Just weirdo? Being a person. A crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. person? So, but th- there's so many people, instead of being like, yeah, I'm a dick. I'm sorry. I screwed up. Yeah, I yeah. screwed up. It's okay to say that. You're Total. not less of a man. You're not a bad person. It just makes a mistake. I fucked up and deal with people being mad with you. And instead, this girl, when she got outed as being a fucking crazy person, she wrote, thanks for the, at least I look good in my picture. Oh my God. On her Instagram. It's like, fuck off. Just take the L. Yeah. You know? Totally. And it's like, for this situation, there's a few people that are going to have to take some L's. But you know what? You're in college. Things are going to be okay. You're going to wake up at 12 for your next class. Yeah. You got two more years of doing that. Or maybe you won't. Or maybe you won't. And then, you know what? Shit's going to be still okay. I slept through a 2 p.m. class once in college. <laughs> <laughs> we time. laugh at that because how quickly that changes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. People, people, people. We are sponsored again by one, oh, a very good friend of the JTrain Podcast. Um, Valentine's Day is coming up. All of you guys, Valentine's Day is the best day to give a gift to your mom. Uh, let me get you it's a great here, point. Let me get you fucked on Valentine's Day. Ready? Let me get you and in the weirdest way possible. <laughs> okay? You go to our books, you go to boot you go to books.com, okay, and use the promo code JTrain. You're gonna get twenty percent off your order. Okay? So it's books.com, B-O-U-Q-S.com, promo code JTRAIN. That's promo code JTRAIN, okay? Valentine's Day, you're going to get 20% off. Send, get on the computer, do it right now. Send the flowers to mom, early Valentine's Day gift. She will come at you 
And they're like, you know, what's their cheapest one? Like 40 bucks? Yeah, I mean, they're they got cheap ones. Not they're cheap. In, they're, they, no, no, not cheap. But like, I know they're good looking, inexpensive flowers. Yeah. And they're really good. You know, they're simple and they're fresh. Uh, so so uh, they cut fresh and they source from sustainable, eco-friendly farms. Our fresh cut flowers make a great holiday gifts. Uh, they deliver to all 50 states. Convenient. Um, never forget subscription, which tells you reminders. Just because subscription, that's the one that gets you laid the most is the one you want to go. You Those wanna, are random, right? You want to zig when everyone else is zagging. Totally. Okay. Everyone else sends flower on Valentine's Day. You're sending them on Flag Day. <laughs> you know, you're, you're putting them in. Where do these flowers come from? He just thought about me. No, you had Nixon's an, birthday. You had a yeah, Nixon's birthday. <laughs> you had a you had an automize. Yeah. Automize your life and responsible. They're green, socially responsible, and the happiness is guaranteed. They stand by every product. But here you go. You go right now. Go to books.com. Use the promo code JTrain. Offers twenty percent off. You send it to mom. Mom, next time you see her, if it's before Valentine's Day, we're early enough where this could happen. We'll be like, I have a great son or daughter. What a fucking son or daughter I have. And on your way out of the house, she's going to go, here's a hundred. Don't tell dad. Now you take that hundred, you go to the bars, you see a girl or a guy, want to do shots, do some shots. Now you're getting blown. <laughs> All that. You didn't think it happened from a gift to mom, but it does. So go to books.com, promo code JTrain. That's books.com, B-O-U-Q-S. Promo code JTrain, promo code JTrain, promo code JTrain, promo code JTrain, books.com, B-O-U-Q-S.com, promo code JTrain. 20% off. Get your get your dick sucked. That should be there. <laughs> I should, uh, You're why? rewriting the game. Yeah, why aren't I an ad guy? I should be a madman. Yeah, you'd be a great madman. Let's do one more email. You should, tell your, you should tell your mom J-Train sent you. <laughs> J-Train. <laughs> tell him J-Train sent you. Hey, Let's do this. Sup, J-Train. Lady listener here. Enjoyed the podcast all summer long after my cousins persistently recommended the podcast. Thank you so much. Nuts feathered. That being said, boom. The title of this email is great. Does he want to touch my butt more than once? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a problem with or whether or not to tell one of my really great guy friends that I'm into him. To fill you in, he and I have been good friends for about two years. We met in a class my freshman year of college, his sophomore. Uh, timing was never in our favor, as well as I was uh, somewhat involved with a friend of his, and he had a girlfriend. Fast forward, both of us are single. I'm on my second semester of junior year, and he's about to graduate. But he's has secured a job in my hometown uh, about me. I don't know how to read the vibe because his actions are very flirtatious, complimenting my looks, body, going out of his way to touch me, lean on me, hands on knee, etc. That sounds like a dude who wants to fuck to me. But he hasn't actually asked me to hang out mano y mano. Does it come down to the typical, if a guy wants to date you, he'll make it happen? I've liked him for a while, but don't want to ruin our friendship. He's really one of the best guys I know. Do I take the risk? Am I reading this wrong? Need your wisdom. Sincerely, so-and-so. What do you think? I mean, he definitely want, likes her, totally. This is, this is the 2017 issue. Does he want to touch your butt more than once? <laughs> it really does boil down to that because this guy, here's the thing. The friendship is ruined. Mm -hmm. There's no friendship. This is let's 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 divide this. Let me, let's clear one thing up. And and I this is a hard thing to explain, but it's very much something that I think people will not hear and nod their heads to. There's a difference between someone you like to fuck and someone you like fucking. So it's like I could fuck a lot of people that I have no interest in talking to ever again. But I could also fuck someone I really like hanging out with. This is, I, I'm 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 speaking through this a little bit, but I'm mm -hmm. like I because I'm with the whole friendship thing. Like it's gonna be ruined. You're attracted to him. You can think someone's the best person in the world. That means you like to spend time with them, and you're hoping that this will be more than that. But if you're also attracted to them, you are kind of ruined because at some point, let's say you never hook up, you can always like this person. But still be like, why the fuck didn't we hook up? 
you'll still have something against him and feel defeated by it. So this friendship will never be seen in the same light. The friendship's over. It's over. The minute you get a little hot and bothered is the minute it's like, okay, well, at some point you're going to fucking be mad at this person. Mm -hmm. You can still think someone's a great person and a fun hang and still be like, we got to move on. We, we can't hang as much. And, you know, there's girls that I, 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 I'm thinking of one girl in spe- specifically. We used to hook up, fun, and we still touch base, like, well, like Instagram photos, and she's in a serious relationship now, and I'm happy for it. And, but we still have contact a little bit, but not in a sexual way. But if I was her boyfriend, I'd be like, wait a minute, you guys used to, and you still like, mm-hmm. he's on our email chain for the housewarming party? Yeah, yeah. You know, and I don't go. And it's more out of respect of like, you know, and you know, if they want to come to a show, I'd say hi. We would hang out for the night, but I'm not going to go out of my way to make someone a part of my schedule because, listen, we don't. Have, when you have a boyfriend, you don't have the time. When you have a girlfriend, you don't have the time. You have to. You have time for this person, and those plans now become one plan. So, the idea of like, will it ruin the friendship? The friendship's ruined the minute you get wet for this guy. And the same thing. The minute I get hard for a girl, the friendship's done. And not to say it can't go back, but you have to fucking eat it a little bit when you go back. So. Should she go for it? It sounds like all the signs are there. Yeah, totally. You have to, I think what a girl, if I was a chick and was in this situation where you're good friends with a guy, he's touching your leg, I would make it, here's what I would do. I would make it, I would hang up, hang out and hook up hours, but not, but not stay over. So hook up, hook up hours, hang out, where it can get flirty and fun, but make sure you go home with your friends. Touch and go, as I like to say. So if I was her, I would. if I'm a girl and I like a guy, I would say, hey, I'm out with my friend. It's, let's say it's Saturday night, let's say 10.30. You have a plan, you and your friends. You're pre-gaming. You're going to go out to this one bar or this party out late at night. Hey, what are you doing tonight? He writes back, I'm with my buddies. We're drinking. We're going to go out to this bar later tonight. Cool. I'm with my friends. We're at this pregame. It's a lot of fun. Um, I think we're going to this spot later. Uh, Let me know what you're up to then. Now the ball's in his court. At that point in the night, this guy is free to let you know what he's up to. Mm -hmm. If he comes back, 1130, 12, whatever it is, Hey, and he's still coherent. You want coherent. Hey, we're, st- we're still at this pregame. What are you doing? Then you say, I'm at this fun party. We did our pregame. I'm at this fun party. Get over it. Come. Th- since you're friends, now it's hookup hours. Now we're in 12 to 4 a.m. range. Now we're in sexy time. The magic hour. The magic hour. So now he comes with the friends. If he comes, that's a buying signal. If he doesn't, he's got other chicks. He doesn't want to fuck. Or but, he's just hammered. Or he's just hammered. One of the three. So, let's say he comes. You come, you have a great time. Make out. Maybe you do a D floor make out. Maybe you go back with him. But make sure you go home. Because you want to give him a taste, but not the whole thing. And then see if he keeps coming back. Because if you're friends, you have to be in contact. But the other, the other thing is, you every time... You say, should I risk it? You should risk it. Because why not? That's living life. You know, you can either stay in the house and be afraid to go outside or go outside and get hit in traffic. He's also already complimented her body, which I'm yeah. not, I have female friends. I'm never like, yo, nice body. <laughs> <laughs> yo, your figure looks good. <laughs> Let's hang out, play tonic. If, 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 <laughs> yeah. The only time you compliment a, a girl who's a friend on her body is if she lost 50 pounds. True, true, true. That's the only, and it have to be a hard fifty. <laughs> you know, it, it, bullshit it, it, fifty. No, not bullshit fifty. It can't be like ten pounds and her be like, I didn't lose any weight. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. It has to be like a fifty that everyone knows about. Mm-hmm. It has to be stomach stapling le- level of change, <laughs> or you want to fuck her. <laughs> so that's what I would do from the girl side. I would just be like, listen, you have to make it so easy that you can get turned down. That you're like, okay, there's my answer. I in re, in relation to this, uh, this has been a famous thing on this podcast. I've turned off read receipts. 
I've had him on. Oh, you did turn them off. So I, this has been like a year and a half study. I hated that you had him on, I'm going to say. You hate it? Yeah, I hate, I hate anyone. I hate any Reed Well, receipt. here was the, the, the guy who wrote in was like, turn on Reed's receipts has been a game changer. And it was. Oh, okay. Because with girls, it would just be like a subtle nod. I even wrote a column about it. And what was happening, <laughs> the annoying people would see the Reed receipt and go and be like, okay, what? It was like having a conversation with an annoying, you knew the annoying people because it was, it was, they were unfazed. (laughs) They were like, I saw you read it. Now answer me. And now I'll be stuck in these like four day conversations with people and I couldn't turn it off. There was no out to conversations. And like, there was no, because it would be like, and then there would be what annoying people would do is like, I would see what they wrote and I go, okay, saw it. The red would yeah, go. You up. want to get the notification off your thing, so that. But then they would see the notification. And then their response would be like, "Guess you're not answering today." Right. And it's like, "Yes, I'm not." That's exact. The whole point of this <laughs> was so I don't have to answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the read is going. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. But you can't do that. There were people that were pushing. They were literally pushing aside all sociability to just be like, "So I had to turn it off. I'm out." Tommy Mac, this is a pleasure. Oh, man, so fun. I'm so happy that you came on. All of you go follow Tommy on Twitter, at Tommy McNam on Twitter. Go follow him, support him. He's so funny. He's got a show the fourth Friday of every month at the Annoyance Theater in Williamsburg. Go follow, support. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, welcome back. Uh, Tommy, thank you for doing that. That was fucking great. Oh, yeah, man, so fun. Such a pleasure to see you and have you on. It's so great. Go uh, Pats. Go Pats. Go Bears. Hopefully they'll get out. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they'll make you emotionally attached again. Right. We're drafting three this year, so. Th- uh, what do you think? What do they take? I hope they take. I hope they get Jonathan Allen from Alabama. Who's he? He's a D-lineman. He's great. You want D? Well, that's the Patriots way, man. They go interior go inside, line, outside. inside out. They don't care about receivers. Inside out. Quarterback and coach. That's it. Man, Sam, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. By the way, Chris Allen won that season of American Idol, not uh, Adam oh, Lambert. He, that's why the guy Chris with the, the guitar. He right. had the guitar, yeah. and it was the idiot girls in the back yelling for the cute guy with the guitar instead right. of Adam Lambert. The masses are asses. Yeah. The masses <laughs> are asses. And that's why he. F- I fucking hate that. Oh, that's why I love that show, because... It was Simon looking directly into these idiots' eyes and being like, <laughs> you're wrong. Right. Right. Oh. Um, at Manship on Twitter, <laughs> Mandatory Samson Podcast, every Friday here on the Labs Network. Let's do some hypotheticals. We got some great ones. Uh, super pumped. Marry and spend the rest of your life. Oh, I like this one. Ready? This is a very 2017 one. Okay. Okay. Marry and spend the rest of your life with a 333. Or a 999 who was born a man. Ha- she has all the working workings of a woman, except she can't get pregnant. Well, that kind of thing, but I, I, I get it. Okay. Right. Uh, what do you think? I mean, that's, it's tough because... Uh, you this know, answer could get you into a lot of trouble with HuffPo women. I would... Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> this, is a, this is a tough one. It's a tough one. You got to... And listen, it's something people... But 999... Yeah, I and mean, she's a woman, right? But I would love to. Uh, you do want to at some point? I would like to have kids, and uh, I know there's other ways. Yeah, but uh, there is something about uh, you know the, having their, having your the face adoption and, uh, thing is a hilarious argument from a guy who doesn't want to sound yeah <laughs> <laughs> doesn't want to sound progressive. Not yeah. it wants to sound it wants to sound progressive, but it's like the fi- financially conservative, socially. <laughs> well, this question is a landmine. Because it's a landmine. There's, there's nothing. There's nothing you can answer that doesn't offend someone. You know what I mean? I think I'm going with the nine 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 who used to be a man. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Like sure, three no. three. If it was a three three nine, the you know the rating system, face body I personality. Gonna, I remember. Okay, face yeah, yeah, yeah. body personality. So it's a three three three. So you're dealing with a fucking bitch <laughs> right that's Ver, true you know too, it's yeah. not even like like we always we, these conversations face and body we always have these conversations but then it comes down to like the personality is like you're spending your life you're yeah, spending you your life yeah with a 999 it's like listen maybe the, but also the man doesn't get like fucking moody 
True. Maybe he's like, or she. Maybe I know. could adopt like a Korean kid that looks like me. That looks like you. And that solves all the problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, problem solved. Yeah. Nine, nine, a nine, nine, nine. That's just one of those things. You just got to get over it. Yeah, I honestly don't think it would. Honestly, like if, if it was somebody that used to be a man, transitions to a woman, I'm attracted to her. I like yeah. her personality. Even if she does have it, it's like, that's a woman. You know what I mean? It's like. That's the All argument. All the that workings hear, of a but... woman except pregnancy. How yeah. could you? That's a woman. Right. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Right. I'm going with the woman. The 999. You're going with the 333? No, I'm going to go with the 999. Okay. Even with the adoption? Yeah. Now I'm picturing like a cute little <laughs> Korean Tommy. <laughs> teach him how to play cut. Let's do uh, one news item, then we'll, we'll bust out of here. Sure. Well, I wanted to talk about. So it's been, what, four days, I guess, since uh, the president, new President Trump. President uh, Trump. Office. Uh, the already I'm annoyed by it, and mm. it goes beyond annoyed. It's like this this weird level of like, well, facts are just completely out the window now. Well, well all of you go listen to Chris's podcast, Mandatory Samson podcast, for uh, at least a knowledgeable view on this. Like we were talking about, like like the gag order came out today, and we had to look up what it was, right. and people were already rushing to like the gag order, and I like <laughs> I was like, how are people so? knowledgeable you know like how do these people know about every new i feel like every day there's a new thing well what's interesting about this it's like you want people to pay attention and be informed people are paying attention you know this is going to be the ultimate time right now it's really tough to be informed though it's tough because i i asked you guys i was like what is this and then tommy i know know buzzwords i'll just be like reagan Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but i don't know any of them but i like that tommy (laughs) explained to me the gag where i was like well that sounds awful do are you sure and he was like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know. I get all my information from joke. I see jokes, and I'm like, kind of piece together what it is from the jokes. I know, you know it's, I mean? but that's the thing. Here's here's my issue with a lot of these people that are spouting out. You have time for your own job, your family, eating and fucking. Right. How are people finding the extra time to know about? international abortion rights you know like, <laughs> right. I, I don't know i'm just asking this question simply and like the thing about facts though that's scary you were you're gonna talk about the, yeah we're gonna talk about the numbers of the you know who attended the inauguration and you know this story when i saw people comparing eight years ago to trump or four years ago to trump the, the crowds i was like when it was like one of those things where i was like i don't know why people care that the crowds were bigger first of all it was your first black president which of course, the crowds would be bigger. Right. Uh, I don't know what point that makes. It, it felt like, and it felt like a crowd member going "oh" <laughs> to a joke that wasn't that big a deal, you know. And then the response to like care that people cared about the difference right. in numbers is even crazier. Well, like that, they're both crazy. That's why it comes up though, because Trump. You know, seems like this. He's so easily baited. He's so easily baited. Right. Yeah. So that's why. And that was like, I'm, I was like, Trump, like, if I were him, I, you, react, you react to the, oh, to, what are you, a child? Yeah. Well, he tweeted about the ratings. He's cares? like, ratings came out big numbers. Yeah. You know, it's like, but it's like, now doing? he's as much of the child as the O guy. Of course. Yeah. You, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're equally, like, because comparing, listen, I, I, I watched the inauguration. Of course, people are, are. There's gonna be less people. For the most part, I thought his speech is a very different speech than Obama gave. Oh, they're polar opposites. But you're, you know, if here's the thing, you're not gonna like everyone. People, you, you don't like a lot of the, a lot of the people that do their jobs on a day to day basis that help you. You might not like how they do things or how they say things. But if they get the job done, that's the job. So like that's why. So I think like, to me. Maybe a lot more people showed up because they liked what they were hearing. They liked the song that they were hearing. Yeah. Well, Obama's it's, message was a much more hopeful message and, and saying we should be united and whatever. And Trump, I guess, paid a little lip service to that. But he also used the phrase Amer- American carnage in well, the speech, which is like... Does the word carnage came up? Yes, carnage was I, involved I, in that speech. I kind of like that he took a shot at both sides, though. Sure. Well, that that's, was his, a, that's, that's his thing. But that's, yeah. To me, the one thing I did like is he took a shot at both sides. And it's like, listen, that's a tough thing to hear. You know, like that is a tough thing. And so, yeah, if those like it's change fucking sucks and it's tough. So maybe the hope and change from before was just easy to be on board with. And maybe this type of change is very scary. Nobody's going to be at the inauguration for diet and exercise. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm just saying, like, if someone's up on stage being like, we got to eat more leafy vegetables and we got to run three miles a day. The crowd's going to be like. 
I guess, I guess. Uh, but if there's someone on stage being like, we got to, you know, we're going to do this new f- trend where you're going to lose 20 pounds in one week. Everyone's like, yeah. So like maybe you're not, you know, it's tough to hear the things that might be the necessary things. Well, he's painting a picture, I think, of the country that isn't the case. Like he's making it seem like there is this total lawlessness. And he, he literally used the phrase American carnage. Things haven't been better this good in 10 years. Yeah. It doesn't mean that there aren't people that are hurting or people that got mm-hmm. left out, but he's painting a picture broadly that doesn't exist. And my concern well, is that he's going to make that the reality. You know? Yeah, I, I think he's painting a picture that exists for some. Yes. And not for others. And the people that it's not for, they're like, what are you talking about? It's well, like, and the majority of people it's not for. That's the thing, you know? I don't know. It, it's, uh, you go travel. I, I go to some towns and I'm like, wow. You know, you go to my dad used to call it any town USA. Right. You go down the street and you see like Walmart, Kmart, yeah, uh, Taco Bell, McDonald's. Same street in every town. That street, yeah, looks really depressing. Kid Rock Street's the name of the street. <laughs> Kid Rock <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> Kid Rock Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear a guitar like, "Well, thank you for bringing the news." Well, can I actually say one yeah, thing yeah, real yeah. quick? So. That whole argument about the the crowd size and whatever. Obama's first one, 1.8 million is the estimate. Second one, 1 million. Bush had 300,000, 400,000. Trump's press secretary, Sean Spicer, comes out and says, biggest inauguration ever, period. Yeah. Factually incorrect. just doesn't make sense. And then Kellyanne Conway, who's like his campaign manager involved in the campaign, she was on Meet the Press, and she says, Sean Spicer gave alternative facts to that, meaning the crowd size, which that's... Orwell, that's dangerous shit. Yeah, it's like, it's like Kim Jong Un thing. Yeah, yeah like yeah. no, no, no. There's pictures. You can see that there's less. Y- you know, it's it is a wild. That was wild to me. I I come from the perspective when I saw this, I was like, I don't know why people care. One, right. and I was well, like, it's dangerous. That's what you know. Oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 the, the size, crowd right. size in general. And then I can't believe we're even having these squabbles. It feels like the ridiculous Facebook. Uh, arguments that happen in the comment section are now happening on tv oh absolutely yeah, and you're like totally. I, I was like oh my god it like the same vibe y- you yeah. know it's a very similar vibe where i'm like is everyone crazy and it's like there i think there's a silent i've always thought that there was a silent majority of le- level-headed people <laughs> that are looking at this like i think people there's more people looking at that news item from both sides being like this is a ridiculous thing like i think oh, people yeah. are i think there's more but the loud people the people that post on the comment section are the ones being like there are alternative, and the, you know, and the ones being like, "This is crazy," you know, like it just. There's a uh, listen. I've said it on here before. Uh, medium language doesn't get retweets, <laughs> you know. So yeah. you know, and it's the way the news kind of works now. Aziz Ansari did his opening for for SNL, and I thought it was great. I didn't see it. It was, I, and I watched him working out of the cellar like for three weeks. Um, and then it becomes, and then the headlines become Aziz slams Trump. And it's like, he, no, he, it was a very level-headed, f- funny intro. Right. It, monologue. And he, he left out one joke that I wish he had done. And it was really well done. And it was kind of about Hillary voters. And I wish he had to eat, you know, to put it in there and it just didn't make it in. And I'm upset it didn't go on, but it was great. But Thank you for bringing the news. Sure, man. At Manstamp on Twitter, Mandatory Samson Podcast, every Friday here on the Labs Network. Go listen to it. Good time to listen to it right now. So much shit happening. Tommy McNamara, you're the best. Jared, you're the man. Love you having you on. We got to have you back again. At Tommy McNam on Twitter. Go follow him, support him. I'm Jared Freed, JTrain56 on all platforms. We'll be back next week. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom!